Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so glad you are joining us. Now, today's a big day, people. Today is our two-year anniversary, October 1, 2020. 2020. <laughs> when we planned this, what was that? Goodness. Spring of 2018. Didn't think we'd be here, would we, Ashley? Didn't <laughs> think we'd be here. I mean, we knew we'd still be podcasting probably, but... Not the state of 2020, but yeah. you, know what? you know what? We're just going to get by. We're going to get by. I I put on um, Instagram recently, it just feels like this season of 2020 feels like you're trying to like bay the cat who hasn't been declawed. Like this is just getting really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> now where you're at, you've still got some sunshine. What was the temperature for you? Oh my gosh. I think it's been in the 80s and 90s. Oh. That's pleasant. Yeah, so it's beautiful. I know LA doesn't even get cold till like January, and even then, it's like you know real cold, and I know real cold now, and it's not really cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people will still wear a parka because it's Los Angeles, but it's not cold. <laughs> Do they just want to dress like the seasons? Like, does it I feel? I don't know. I think genuinely they really are cold because you do get to this place where if you're in 80 to 90, you know, nine out of 12 months of the year, if it hits 60, that's pretty cold. That's pretty cold. <laughs> 30 degree drop will do something to you. But none of you should feel sorry for us because that's pitiful. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I think about you and the fact that you see sun every day and I'm just like, well, that's nice. We have it sun is. for like another week, and I'm like, please, Jesus, just give us a few more weeks. After all the yeah. after all the smoke, we need it. We need it, people. You Here do. on the West Coast, we just want some sunshine. I'm not ready for the pumpkin spice lattes and the Ugh. fall boots. And the, oh, you're not a pumpkin lover. I think we I think we covered mm-hmm. this, but yes, we no sure pumpkin did. for you. <laughs> this is the day. This is the day that I'm. A, I feel it's okay to see pumpkins in the wild. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like totally. if I'm at the grocery store, I don't mind that you've got your pumpkin display. <gasps> oh, I like the pumpkin displays now. Listen, I would be more oh, than really? happy to put some pumpkins on my stairs in front of my house. But like, do I want to drink some pumpkin spice? The answer to that is 100 no. Here's the thing. I love bandwagons, but this is one that I just haven't been able to get on. I just love jumping on random trends. And I know this isn't random. This is here to stay, but still. I'm also not a peppermint mocha girl, so I can't I can't oh, really do the you know I don't I, I don't those. do any of it. I don't do any That's of it. I don't like my coffee sweet. Okay, here's the cool thing about pumpkins I saw. People, this is fun. It's very 90s throwback, but I was like, yes, please. Thank you. It was a splattered paint pumpkin. So you spray paint the Oh, white, I love it. And then you splatter like neon colors on it. I can get behind that. I can get That's behind that. That's very fun. Isn't mm-hmm. it though? I like it. Yep. I usually paint, buy pumpkins every season. I didn't do it this year, but we usually buy them every season. Then I spray paint them white and spray, uh, and then paint the handles gold Ooh. and have them like sitting either at like a fireplace area or sitting outside, like so fun. But this year I was just too tired and too pregnant. So my mom bought me these cute little like white and gold. It's like a big white and gold pumpkin and then one clear glass one with a gold handle. Oh and my so gosh, that's just beautiful. sitting on our table. But yeah, I'm too pregnant, y'all, to be carrying these pumpkins from the no, grocery store. No, you, you got pumpkin a patch. pumpkin head. <laughs> yeah, <it's> so true. <laughs> oh, 
That's so sweet. I love it. You know what, though, girl? What are you going to do when they start to get rotten and you didn't realize and it's sitting on your dining room table? How do you handle something? Oh, it has happened. No, gross. Oh my you gosh. can't do it. Ugh. Well, so one time um, I had them in our old house in LA. I had put them by the fireplace, and I did. I just didn't know anything about pumpkins. It was my first year painting them, and then sure enough, not only did they rot in the bottom, but they pulled the paint off the, the freaking <gasps> fireplace mantle. So I had to like repaint the fireplace because <laughs> you know the bottom brick we had painted oh, our whole thing white, <laughs> and so then I had to go get paint and repaint the whole dang thing. It was a whole situation. Ashley, so, yeah. how are you? How do you have you ever? <laughs> left them back in your home that's disgusting why? i know oh right <laughs> i know but they're so cute so i just keep doing it you know that's the problem nope they're not that cute <laughs> not cute enough to have peel paint okay similar like now that you say that I, I totally forgot i totally forgot our pumpkins last year they got left out on that front porch just a titch too long see and they disintegrated from the inside out so on the outside it still looked okay and it tore the paint off our, our front porch. <laughs> See? I'm not the only one. This happens. And I was like, Derek, we need to get like a topiary or something yeah. because we need to cover that up. <laughs> Nobody needs to see them. We're those people. We're those people that have the tore up porch because of our pumpkin juice. Like, we can't. No. Right? Stop. Give me a little sign that says fall is here. I don't know. I'm the most unshabby chic person <laughs> you've ever met. <laughs> and arts and crafts are not quite my thing, but. Yes. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to go get glass ones if that's... Do I it. Do I think I she got them at TJ Maxx or something. I mean, they do oh, cute the stuff. Oh, the TJ Maxx. Mm -hmm. You know what? Can we just all praise that the TJ Maxx is still doing his thing in 2020? When they were able to reopen, they were faithful to us. They offered uh, yeah. us and cheap so discounted snacks. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you know how, you know how normally, y'all normally, we all know this, Maxinistas, normally you cannot take back clearance items. That is final sale. But they're letting you take that stuff back because you can't try it on. And I just want to say, See? thank you to the max. All right, I'm done. It's so I'm true. Oh my gosh, when they it's opened good. out here, I mean, the parking lot was so full. You would have thought it was a Costco. I mean, I was like, good <gasps> really? Lord. Yeah, lines down the block. Like women were ready to shop. And ladies, listen, there were no dudes in that line. So it's us, okay? We are it's keeping us. the TJ Maxx afloat and the Marshalls and the It'd be my great honor. It'd be my great honor. And the Michaels. <laughs> Because all the women are turned up when the when the doors open. <laughs> okay, one last thing about TJ Maxx because people, I know you are feeling me on this TJ Maxx conversation. Is this, you guys? If you go digging in that makeup section, I know there's those off brands that nobody's heard of that are probably just made for TJ Maxx. I get it. Keep digging. You're gonna find yourself some Nars. You're gonna find yourself some Anastasia <laughs> Beverly Hills. You're gonna find some good stuff. I promise you. I've got at least. Six or seven NARS items from the TJ Maxx, all under nice. seven Nice. That's amazing. Yes, oh my Favorite gosh. lipstick. I got it, TJ Maxx, and it was NARS for $7. That's fantastic. I know. I know. This is my testimony. This That's is the energy. Too. This is the energy I'm bringing into 2021. <laughs> you don't think, but you got to dig. You got to just <clears throat> put your shovel and keep digging for the good yes. because you're going to find it. You're going to find it. All right, people. All right, people. We've got some stuff to share with you. October is here. It's more chaotic than ever. This is, we're, you know, we had to bring in the pumpkins because the other things were happening in October leading into November are crazy. But we're here for you. <laughs> the why, though, gals are here for you. Ashley, yes. tell them what we're talking about. 
So you guys, we are so excited to start a new series called Faith and Politics. And as you know, if you've been journeying with us for a little bit, we don't really do a whole lot of series, but we really felt like leading up to the election and maybe even a week or two after, we'll see, we're going to do a, a series about faith and politics. Now, what we are not going to do is talk a whole bunch of partisan, tell you how to vote, tell you how to think. But what we are going to do is address some things that we see that we feel like we could actually help people uh, maybe love each other a little better be a little bit more kind, maybe think a bit more thoughtfully about the world at large instead of our own personal world. And we want to be able to do that with you guys because we think it's a really important topic. And as you know, the debate was last night, the presidential debate was a, um, you know, one of the, there was a lady, her name Dana Bash. I laughed so hard because this guy <laughs> was trying to say something. He was doing it real sweet. And he was talking about how bad the debate was. And he was being very like, diplomatic and then she's like well i'm just gonna call it what it is it was a sh show <laughs> we don't cuss on our podcast so that's why no, i had we to don't. say sh but y'all know what i meant <laughs> so listen it was it was a dumpster fire and so i think that there are so many things that we want to you know recognize that could happen at these sort of higher leadership levels in our country that we do not have to demonstrate in our own individual lives. And especially for those of us who um, faith is a very big part of our lives, which we know yeah. is a, a huge, it's, it's the vast majority of our listeners. Faith is a big part of your life. And if we are going to be people of faith, then we have to learn how to mold the, the tenets of the faith into our lives so that they are expressed in a way that is honoring to the faith we profess. And so so important for us to do that. And our first one today, we want to talk about humanizing the other, because right now there, and obviously this happens every time there's a big election, <laughs> but there is a lot of rhetoric back and forth. I mean, if you get on the Facebook for more than five minutes, you'll Woo! be like, what is going on in this comment section? And I yeah. really didn't need to know that about you. I didn't need yeah. to know you thought that way. I didn't need to know you could act this way. And, you know, name calling, demonizing the other side. And it's not good. It's not healthy for anybody's, you know, mind mind or heart or spirit. And it's also, again, if we are people of faith, it's embarrassing. Like our public witness is on the line. And sometimes I look and I'm like, man, Christianity is becoming a meme. <laughs> like it oh, is just, gosh, yeah. and people look at us and I don't mean Jesus and I don't mean true people, you know, Jesus followers who love the Lord. Like that is never an embarrassment. That is never a meme. That is a faithful witness. But there is this, you know, um, the way we are behaving publicly is shameful. And so I think it's really important for us to to talk about today. Um, and Tiffany had this idea, and I love it so much. Just like, how do we humanize the other people that we don't agree with people that were like, how could you say that it was so vile? And now I think horrible thoughts about you. How do we <laughs> redirect ourselves? How do we grow in listening and learning? How do we understand that language is a very important part of how we treat other people, um, whether they're standing right in front of us, whether they are online, or whether we are talking about them behind their back <laughs> language, matters. Absolutely. And I just want to say a few disclaimers first is number one, um, you know, so often when one identifies with a political party, sometimes you feel like you have to identify with all of the values in that party. Yeah. Or if I, well, if I believe this, then I guess I just have to take the whole grab bag. And if you're a, if you're a kingdom person, if, if you're a follower of Jesus, we don't feel like either fit really in either one to be completely honest i don't see the principles yep. of jesus embodied in either one fully so stepping yeah. back uh, uh, and as we talk about humanizing the other especially um across a political divide i also think that there's 
a case to be made about humanizing those on on the people that you do identify with yeah. because i have to remember like i don't even the way i vote i don't agree on many things with the people that maybe people might assume i agree with and yes. that's that's a whole thing too right because you're like wait i'm not i can't be lumped in because what happens when we lump in is we we're like well this is it then and everyone else is wrong and obviously right. we're going to get more into that but right. um one of the things i want to read read to ashley is a psychologist who talked about this um, this othering and why we yeah. need to humanize the other. Uh, and he says, psychologists know, for example, in times of conflict and polarization, humans are very likely to engage in a process of dehumanizing and devaluing, quote unquote, the other. The other becomes a nameless, faceless entity that yeah. has all the attributes that we hold in contempt. They are ignorant. They are are lying, corrupt, foolish, biased, arrogant, and selfish. In contrast, we are aware, honest, smart, fair, and gracious. And this is where so much of our political life is right now. We live in political worlds that are as polarized as they have been perhaps since the Civil War. Given that we are in a crisis mm. and given that people in crisis tend to engage in a process of othering, it's, in, it's, it's really important that we humanize the other. So I just yeah. loved that. Um, that last part, that's me, the importance so of humanizing the other, but that just yes. this idea of, um, we sink into this, I mean, I'm going to call it what it is, girl. It's idolatry. 100%, it's idolatry. Yes. Correct. And we put our ideas on this throne and we take yep. the Lord off and it's like, wait a second. If those are on the throne, that doesn't mean he's on the throne, which if I'm loving God and loving others, I got to keep this in check. And I get it, y'all. The Facebook comments, they, they beckon you. It's like a siren. They call totally. you in, right? Yeah, it is. You want to say, well, what? Yep. But but to, to step back, to step back and be like, just because somebody may not um, embody every bit that I do in their life experience, yeah. you know, we have to take into account various life experiences and hardships yes, and right. gender and race and all of that. Um, class, all of these things play a role. And um, and there's education to be had, which we'll talk about yes. in the coming weeks. Without education, oh, there, education makes way for compassion. Yeah, it makes it way really for does. compassion. That's beautiful, Tiffany. Thank you. And I led a, a group earlier, a book club for Eugene Cho's book, um, Thou Shalt Not Be a Jerk. And <laughs> Love that. in um, the second chapter, and I, the, the group that I led was so powerful, you guys. First of all, because this digital world we're living in, we led it through my church, but it turned out that only four people in the group even went to my church. And so there were people from South Dakota. There were folks wow. from New York. There were people from Florida, Arizona. Like it was spread out across the nation. And so you can imagine that our ideologies didn't line up on everything and we talked about this book dives into very very hard polarizing topics everything from immigration to to um, abortion like he goes in on some stuff and keeps it biblical and like Tiffany already shared you know as Christians we don't fit neatly into any political box and it does become idolatry if we try to but in this group we learned so much and in chapter two of the book and by the way we had the most amazing conversations I mean around mm. policing like we had a law enforcement officer who was in our group. We had people who were part of leadership in Black Lives Matter. And so I'm just telling you guys that it is possible yes, for people yes. to get along and for people to have decent conversations and for us to open our eyes to see the other side. It's so important that we do this. And so anyways, in this book, he he talked about a study 
that this guy from Dr. Um, his name is Dr. Doug Mendenhall of the Abilene Christian University Study, and he was talking about what happens to us from the digital perspective and exactly what Tiffany just went into. Eugene does like a whole chapter on on not dehumanizing people that you disagree with, and so he was saying this doctor was saying that anonymity increases in civility. And then it says um, that when they when they started doing tests digitally, they found that conservatives and liberals are uncivil at the same levels. And then he found that women suffer the most, especially around their physical appearance, and more specifically, especially women of color. So when it comes to online incivility, women suffer the most. And it's usually like the number one way women get attacked online. And we saw this in the debates, right? Like when, before we selected these two candidates, we saw this in the debates. And we've been seeing it for years, but it's usually around her physical appearance, and it, and women of color are most drastically, drastically affected. Interestingly enough, the trolling, the things that we are willing to say online that we would never say in real life, peaks on Monday, the day after church for people of faith. <laughs> <laughs> and trolling attracts more trolling, and it becomes the norm when it's left unchecked. And so I thought that was really great. And then I want to read you a quick quote. Um, there was another psychologist at Stanford in 2012, and in his research, he said this. He concluded that private traits and attributes can be predicted based on responses to social media posts. With about 70 Facebook likes, this program could accurately predict sexual orientation, political affiliation, religious belief, tendencies towards substance abuse, and more. And so I just was completely blown away wow. about how this digital footprint that we're making and this digital map that we're creating and the way that we can become so callous toward one another because of our digital interactions. And I watched even in our group as we all had different opinions on policy, we had different, some of us even had different interpretations of theology. And as we sat there, I thought, gosh, this is why we need more of these conversations. Come on, because yeah. when you're online, all of a sudden, it becomes so much easier to be like, oh, you're just an idiot, or this person's a baby killer, or that person over there is just a yeah. Yeah. racist bigot and then when yeah. you're sitting in front of someone it's a different story it's like yeah. i actually have to be responsible with my words number one number two i actually have to be invested in getting to know you and you are invested in getting to know me like being interested in the other person and it changes the dialogue it changes the conversation and it's so important that we do this you guys <laughs> like that you control what you're posting that you control what you're liking that you are using yeah. self-control when you're online so that in real life you can become this kind of person who has integrity and the kind of person who loves regardless of if people you know agree with you or don't don't agree with you yeah I think as you think of uh, those who might disagree with you or those who think differently have different values continually humanize them even in your in yes. your heart take every yes. thought captive when that pops into your mind like oh they just fill in the blank or yeah. they must not value fill in the blank or when people make assumptions about you and you just want to fight back you want to come out guns blazing yeah. humanize 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 yes. think of them playing with your kids think of them across your dinner table um think think of you know maybe why where are they coming from i think i just it's so easy to just jump right yeah right to just yep move to a place of rage so quickly but can you repeat one more time i love what you said about anonymity breeds uncivility is that what you said incivility, incivility. anonymity increases incivility increases. yes isn't it the truth? wow isn't it, isn't the, it truth? the truth yes wow 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 i think there's just there's so much room <laughs> there's there so is. much room 
to remember that this person, whoever they may be for you, you know who it is yeah. on Facebook, on the on the Twitter. The Twitter, girl, whew, you know I barely can handle the Twitter <laughs> right now. But, you know, I even encourage you. I, I, I'm, I'm talking to the people of faith right now. Mm-hmm. Say, this person is created in the image of God. Yeah. This person is my brother. This person is my sister. Yep. I'm going to treat them like a brother. I'm going to treat them like a sister. Yes. This person is loved by the king of the universe as much as I am. Because I think as we go on in these weeks and as we talk about this and as we get closer to November, all of us, it will serve us so well to remember that we are the king's children and they deserve all the love and the goodness, equality and equity in the world that we would want for ourselves. 100%. And I think in the... In the weeks to come, we'll we'll talk more about how do you deal with people who are just absolutely toxic and not good, because there is that that component of it where it's like we have to humanize them. The Bible instructs us to love our enemies, so we don't even get to stop at like people we like. <laughs> you know, like, right. like the Bible instructs us to love other people. And I often tell Cody, I'm like, I love them with the love of the Lord, but I do not like them, and I do not want them <laughs> in my life. And so I think it's yeah. okay. Yeah, to boundaries, have, man. You know, boundaries. Yes, Tiffany and I are huge on this, as you guys know. Um, there may be some people online that you have to block. I blocked two people last night for trolling me. I was like, you know what? I don't have time for this. Block. Come on, girl. I don't Good have luck. time for it. And so you do have to figure out how can I humanize you and, and realize that you're acting like a troll on the internet and at the same time not make myself fully responsible to be close to you. And so we are not instructing you to put yourself in any kind of like dangerous situation or no. emotionally vulnerable, unsafe situation. But we are saying that that love extends so much further than just like people who agree with you and people who like what you like versus people who don't like what you like. I mean, it's yeah. we have to push ourselves as people of faith to go beyond that stuff and just be a freaking grown-up all right be a grown-up in real life be a grown-up on the internet like are you kidding me half the things i see adults saying right now i'm like I, if that came out of my child's mouth i mean he would lose his legos for a month are you guys kidding me like you a need a month. time out like you need a time out i mean i'm for real some of us need to go on time out like straight up and so just be thinking about who are you with all of this <laughs> you know you what? only have people in your life who you like come on Right. I love this give yourself a timeout thing, girl. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. We need this. Y'all, I've Mm -hmm. been get I I told Ashley before we hit record, I've been giving myself a timeout for about two weeks from the social media. (laughs) I'm still on there, but I'm not as on as as I used to be. And I cannot tell you how much my empathy has increased the last couple weeks, y'all. When we when we put ourselves in situations where we're tempted to demonize and dehumanize, we will. We will. Okay, y'all, remember what the youth pastor said to you when you were playing snake on your Nokia brick instead of paying attention? He said this, you got two dogs, both the same size, both the same breed. They're in a fight. Who's going to win? Which one's going to win? Whichever one is fed more. Mm. Whichever one is fed more. Beautiful. So as you think about humanizing the other, you got to feed that tank because love and empathy, we leak, y'all. We leak. I got leaks up all in my place. (laughs) We leak that. And Straight so, up, girl. We I can be empty by fill- noon, okay? <laughs> I could be empty by noon. That's what I'm talking about. Empty. Girl, I was empty by like 8 a.m. I was like, Jesus, you better fill me up. I guess I'm going to die trying. 100%. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, y'all? You got to fill that tank. Yeah. I encourage you. Get with the Lord. Fill that tank. Give him a look. Ask him. Ask him. Plead with him. Beg him yep. for a love for the other. Yes. A love for the other. Yes. And I want to leave see- you guys with another quote from Eugene Cho that goes oh, right along it. with exactly what Tiffany just said. He wrote this in his book. He says, because of our commitment to Jesus and his ways, 
because of our commitment to Jesus and his ways, our faith still matters. Church, disagreeing with someone's politics, views, religion, and ideology is never permission to harass or bully that person. And certainly it is never okay to threaten their well-being. Don't do it. And don't let people know that you do it. In other words, don't be a jerk for Jesus. I love that. Okay, y'all, don't be a jerk for Jesus. Don't be a jerk for Jesus in private. Don't be a jerk for Jesus on on the line. Don't be a jerk for Jesus in real life. Don't be a jerk for Jesus at the at the supper table, y'all. Like, no, I don't want to look up jerksforjesus.com and see your mean yeah. mug, okay? I don't want to see that. We do should it. start that website. Let's be real about it. That would be really I'm going to go and go to that right now. I'll get it. I'll get it. 11.99 and it is get that domain. 12 months. <laughs> Until we can get to update our credit card and it runs out and then we can no longer access it. But before that, JerksForJesus.com. We got this. We got this. We got this. Oh, why the listeners, we love you. For those who are coming to our birthday party tonight, we cannot wait to see you there live and in person in the flesh on Zoom. If you have not signed up yet and you're listening to this podcast on Thursday, October the 1st, the morning, please join us. The morning time. Yes, (laughs) at 5 p.m. Pacific and then 8 p.m. East Coast. And you can sign up at the show notes. And we would love to see you guys there. And we can't wait to continue this series with you guys. Let's grow. Let's get better. We are just crazy about you, just like she said. And don't miss that birthday party because we're going to throw down. And y'all, you know you need to laugh. This is crazy town. Come laugh with us. Mm-hmm. Come be refreshed with us. Oh, it's gonna be so good. We're gonna we're gonna bathe you in prayer at the end. We got big plans. We got big plans. Yes. It's gonna be great. Yes. All right, mwah. We love you. Peace Bye. out. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week. <laughs>